and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Hello, welcome to another podcast. Hello, happy uh, Friday. You found us midway through a conversation. Mm. We very, I don't know if we're going to even include it in the podcast because it wasn't that interesting of a break. It was about TikTok. Mm. Uh, but we revealed on the show today that Jules, you've got insane amount of screen time on your phone. Nearly, yep. nearly five, hour, five hours and 11 minutes. Is that correct? Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks for remembering exactly what the screen time was. Oh, sorry. It's, it's only time you've ever it been was, that specific in memory. <laughs> it was shocking to me too. Um, I delved into it and it's like, like I make video calls for like long distance for really mm. and stuff like on WhatsApp. So, oh, so many excuses. So many excuses, Matt. <laughs> Producer Matt, what's I'm, your screen time I'm at? shameful. Uh, mine varies. Um, what, uh, Sometimes it's 24 hours. Yesterday it was seven hours and 11 minutes. Really? Uh, the day before an hour 42. Mm. Are you having, are you noticing trends like certain days? Oh, that day was cause I, you know how Candy Crush, those games like that. <laughs> are you, are, are you, you're a phone gamer. Only occasionally, because I do this, I spend four hours, five hours playing games on my phone, and then I'm like, huh. Where did that afternoon go? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I can only awesome. download them for like a short period and then delete them. This is like, why I had to delete TikTok, because it was, there was a spiral one day. I was like, this is not good. Well, that's, fair. Well, that's what the point of why we're talking about it was TikTok mm. introducing a, me- uh, a measure that for anyone under the age of 18, mm. once it hits one hour of being used per yes. day, it's going to say, hey. It's which is going to kick you out, and, and if then if you want to use it again, you've got to re-enter a code. If it's one hour consecutively, like your hands really going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think, stuck think, on that side of the bed. Think of like, the carpal <laughs> tunnel syndrome. Look at your wrists. Um, your an hour forty. That's pretty respectable. But then you had to blow out to seven. So, like, what's your average? Oh, I really don't know if it says averages. Mm. Uh, but yeah, look, it's not healthy, whatever the number is. I know that I spend far too much time on my phone. It's just my, not fun. My weekends are really low comparatively. Unless you're doing all those super long uh, WhatsApp calls, yeah. is that unless for that? Sure. sure. With all your friends. If I, get, <laughs> if I get lost, uh, Google Maps time, poof, it's going up. Yeah, you'll just get, you'll you'll WhatsApp someone, FaceTime them, and be like, "Hey, can you tell me the directions to here?" Like, you've got Google Maps, Jules. <laughs> but no, I've um, judge me. I've definitely seen people have had twelve hours, but they're oh, yeah. the kind of people that watch, you know, YouTube. Like they're the ones that just use their phone for absolutely everything. Yeah. yeah. Just on in the background while well, doing something else easy. Jules, you and I, we have, you've got an iPhone, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So our, I would think, I would have, I don't know if mine includes the use of my laptop because they are linked. I feel like mine would be up there a little bit. It wouldn't be like five hours ish, but it'd probably be an mm. extra hour if I used my laptop because I would watch, you know, a YouTube or a TV episode or something a day. I think yeah. it's per device. I think you can check. Uh, I've got a Mac. I think you can check that I as might, well. I might do that. I'm, I'm curious. My phone is, says I'm two hours and three minutes. Yeah. Which I think for total screen time, it, that obviously doesn't consider how often, like I spend uh, three hours of the show every morning looking at five screens. So yeah. if we want to talk about 15 so hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, it's scary thinking about some kids who are legitimately like constantly online. Like, yeah. Oh God, I sound old. Do you want to? <laughs> I sound so old. The kids today can't look up from um, their phones. And I am in that category. Okay. Do you want to hear I'm a, shaming myself. a smooth segue into the thing that I wanted to talk about? Okay. And you let me go. know if this is too not okay, producer Matt, and I can I can censor it or cut it. Uh huh. Um, you're scared about kids watching their phone too much. <laughs> I'm scared about kids watching porn too much. <laughs> yep. That's that fine. Happened. Yeah, that yeah. did happen this morning. Uh, I'll include it in the podcast. Really? You well, said I, you weren't going to. Well, what do you think? You think it's fine? Because it's in the context of the podcast. We say worse stuff in the podcast. Yes. I think we it was just a... it was a suspicious. It was a bad eight o'clock hour. 
because I used I talked about a gimp suit, mm. <laughs> and we also had we also had a, a an adult reference a child watching hardcore pornography. So it was yeah. it's just, it was a bad. You know, if someone was going to complain about the show today. Sure. Oh, you know, it could also be the vanilla-ness of talking about energy bills that I brought it down to in the eight o'clock. So, oh, interesting. You know, I helped out there too. Yeah. It's balanced. Yeah. Um, um, do you think I can include it, Matt? Oh, yeah. Chuck it in. It's, uh, look, the only reason we, like, if for behind the scenes, if you're listening, we try not to talk about things that are a little bit naughty if the kids might be in the car. So if yep. it's like peak taking the kids to school time, yes. we try and refrain from yeah. mentioning anything that kids might go, what's that mean, mum? Mm. Uh, but five all minutes the times to nine, they're probably in the at school. Oh, they better be at school, lined up for form. If you're faking, mm. if you if you're faking a sickie, mm. and you listen to the radio, then interesting loser life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly, okay. First of all, they're our core audience, so thank you. I love you and I appreciate you. Thank you for uh, taking a day off school to listen. Yeah. to the show live, and then I assume you probably get the podcast. Yeah, just replay, replay. Love that. Um, we did get stitched up with a caller today. That's in the podcast. Yeah. That chat will make sense. Yeah, um, maybe. If you haven't obviously already clued in, no f- no real format or difference in podcast today, no. purely because I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, so good. I it came off should... the bat of um, Comrade Sewell having a chat with us. Delightful human <laughs> being. Oh, okay. <laughs> Comrade, Sewell. Comrade Sewell said that we then ran with. And then it got out of hand. There we go. It wasn't Conrad Sewell that got out of hand. I just don't want it getting out that Conrad Sewell's one-year-old has some bad habits. No, 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 no. That's Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran's one-year-old has bad habits? Oh, isn't that the song? Oh, yes. Never mind. No, it's fine. Ed Sheeran has a kid, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're frolicking on the beach. Frolicking. All those bad habits. Yeah. One, one of the bad habits. I frolic too much. <laughs> Look, that's just my thing. It's something I'm working on. Off of my screens. Like, right. a little, uh, mm. like what's it called when yeah. it's like, um, it's, it's not quite a backhanded compliment. It's almost like the reverse where it's like, oh, one bad thing about me. <sighs> too funny. A humble brag. It's a, it's a humble brag. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got a term for it. Yeah. I, um, it's like, oh God, people can't get any work done around me because I'm too charismatic. They just want to have conversations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's difficult for me to uh, sing in public because I have perfect pitch and it makes everyone else feel bad. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't sing in church choirs anymore. Yeah. Those Jesus examples was came like, to life very quickly. Who? Those things. <laughs> well, because they're always sitting below the surface, aren't they? Yeah, just bubbling seems- away. Much like an iceberg, you know, we show one eighth of the world and that's the one, the one eighth that we show everyone is humble. And mm. the, the seven eighths, that's where the ego is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very humble and it sometimes yeah. uh, doesn't hold down. Uh, we ask for cost saving hacks. Some interesting ones. Yeah, I, I'm like I was having a good old chat. Uh, the lady that suggested buying meat in bulk. I was like, should we get together and just buy like a full carcass? And then, like, that's, that's serial a, killer behavior, no, by the no, way. No, that, that exact sentence. <laughs> <laughs> should, we, should we get together? Should we? Do you want to split a carcass? We, yeah, look, we did joke that I would dress up like Dexter, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But mm. um, I think it's smart, but uh, you've got to have a big old freezer if you're going to buy a lot of meat in bulk. There's some clever ones in there. Uh, yes. Also, we mentioned a little bit very briefly, but Conrad Saul joined us on the pod today, on the show, rather. Yeah, he's a lovely chap, isn't he? Very, just n- nice, well-spoken, softly spoken, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's such a mum compliment. Oh, he's so well-spoken. Mm. He's lovely, isn't he? Well, isn't that weird? Because I do think that it is, it's a big thing to be. As an artist, you should be that. But then I hear interviews where I don't understand what they're saying because they yeah. like speak in such slang. I'm like, what the, what the hell, man? That's how I often find some music because I don't hear lyrics properly in music. And I'm like, yeah. I have not a clue what you said. <laughs> and it wasn't helpful that you didn't enunciate. Um, thanks, Mum. <laughs> you know what? He's just not well-spoken. No. He's just not. He's just not. Uh, and I'll Google the lyrics and I'll be like, ha! Huh. 
very uh, different approach. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right, Jules. It was a big day for Conrad Sewell, mm. dropping his second studio album, and then arguably a bigger day for his family. Mm, Memphis turned one. Big mm. oh, the big zero one. Very um, very similar name Memphis as his kid because he's got like, he's Conrad Ignatius Maximilian Sewell or something. He copy pasted the Ignatius for his middle name to Memphis's. It's a strong name, Ignatius. Yeah. Ignatius. And Rose in there too. Ignasty. Cool. <laughs> as he'll probably get nicknamed. <laughs> That'll be his rap name when he goes up. Ignasty. Mm. Do you think Saint that Ignatius. Conrad Sewell, who uh, he, this new album yep. and the sound off of Precious, his sophomore studio album dropped by Sony Music. Uh, I'll read the press packet. Yeah, thank you. Uh, is, is like sort of uh, samples and is sort of like a referential thing to like 70s, like specific styles of like bluegrass rock and that. Mm. Do you think that with that in mind and knowing what Conrad Sewell's music style is, Conrad Sewell would be upset if his son did grow up to become Ignasty and was just like a mumble <laughs> rapper? <laughs> do you think, or do you think it'd be more like, well, you are, you're making music, so I'm happy about Good that. I imagine it'll be, you're making money, whatever that is, I'm happy for that. <laughs> oh, that's True. good. Yeah, and you can uh, look after old dad whenever, you know, Conrad's career, if you no, know, Conrad might make music till he dies. Good for him. Whenever that so. is. How old's Conrad? Is he 27? Oh, that can't be right. That's my age. That's why. That's why that was trouble. <laughs> is everyone twenty seven? Because I'm twenty seven. I was thinking of the twenty seven club recently, oh, which is why. Uh, full chat with Conrad Sewell uh, on the podcast today. Jules, you bring some. He's thirty four. Thirty four. Mm. Wow, pretty close. In the grand scheme of ages, <laughs> sure. A decade either so. side, seven years either side is what they say for. What pretty good close. Guess. It's pretty close. What am I bringing on the podcast? Uh, quick uh, you, about what, what you should be doing for health reasons. Um, oh, yep. For dentists recommend this. Oh, yep. So this is something that turns out a lot of people I know do in oh, the shower. 100%. Mm. If oh, I, like, Matt, are you part of them too? Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, I'm a, a brusher from way back. I'm not going to get out of the shower to brush my teeth like a chump. Do what do you do? Like brush them shower, in the laundry? Do you also do it when shampooing your hair? Are you that coordinated? Oh, yeah, I'll use the same. I'll use toothpaste for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Really tingles downstairs, but you get that good clean. You get that minty fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Uh, I would like to just, before we leave, and we have to wrap this up in a second, uh, I'd love to play a quick game with you. If I was to give you a celebrity, just in terms of guessing ages, Uh if I was to give you a celebrity, do you think you would be able to guess their age semi-accurately? The likelihood is low. Given how many ages there are, oh, there's so many ages. Like <laughs> sometimes it's like one, others it's, it's ten. <laughs> yeah, more examples. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, well, I'll give you one. An Australian legend, uh, not Conrad Zool, but uh, Hugh Jackman. How old do you think Hugh Jackman is? Well, Hugh Jackman. I think he's like forty-six. Jules? Sixty-two. Holy crap! <laughs> sixty-two. Forty-six and sixty-two. Uh, I'm just trying to do the quick math in my head. Who 46, 62. I think, Matt, you're close. He's, uh, he's 54. <laughs> yeah. 54. Was, yeah, I just have this feeling he's been around forever and he just looks phenomenal for his age. That's yeah. what I've just, yeah. He, 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 definitely looks good. Think he looks 62 though. Right. No, uh, I do not. Do th- oh, Hugh Jackman. Right. Mm. You think Hugh Jackman looks 62? Well, this is what <laughs> Juliet is saying. Oh, sorry. Here. I just got immediately. I'm just quickly re- redirect my outrage. He, sure. No, definitely. I'd say he looks late 40s. I think that's, I think you've got a really quite a good fair guess at 46. Mm. 62 is insane, Jules. <laughs> uh, can I get a guess for Selena Gomez? Oh, the Gomez. Um, yeah, I would say maybe 30. 30. And Jules? 29. She's in fact 30. Yes, got him a genius. 
And to round this out with this trio, um, you know, you know how people do that thing where it's like, name three celebrities you could bring to your birthday party. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, Selena Gomez, and Kevin Rudd. <laughs> how old is Kevin Rudd? <laughs> Back to 62. 62? Honestly, yeah, I think that's probably the closest. Close yeah, let's go. We're double teaming. No, you got to choose different. You've got to have to choose Okay, different. well, then he's 68. Uh, you split the diff 65. <laughs> hey, we did it. We're heroes. <laughs> Plenty of stuff in the podcast. This might be a weird one uh, for, as far as what you've just heard so far. I'm not sure what I'm editing out, but hey, enjoy <laughs> the podcast. We're back next week with your regu- regularly scheduled programming. Perhaps. Of different podcast formats at the top. Oh. Until we run out. Which we're getting close to. <laughs> which might almost have happened. Any ideas, Nick and Jules on socials? Uh uh, any ideas, uh, Jules and Matt, you can also email me personally. <laughs> oh. I, or just tell me. We we work next to each other. It's It'll fine. be an email. Enjoy the pod. Have a good weekend. This weekend, Jules, my sister is coming to visit. Oh, and awesome. uh, going to go for a run together tomorrow, Arvo. We are both training for a half marathon, which we're going to run uh, in the back end of October together. Oh, God. Fun activities. Can't relate to you people. Excited for that. Well, look, here's the thing. We, we like running. I enjoy running quite a bit. Turns out... Uh, it might not be the best thing in the world for you because obviously there's some really good effects for cardio, but a world-renowned plastic surgeon, Dr. Gerald Imber, has come out and has said that if you want to look old, you shouldn't run. Uh, you should run. And if you want to look young, do not run. So running makes you look older. Yes, according to Dr. Gerald Imber, which is bad news if you are heading out for a jog this morning. You know, maybe you listen to the Black Eyed Peas while you head out. Of course, the track to pump you up. Uh, look, the reason behind it is because, and as you know how running goes, you're bouncing up and down as you head along the pavement, beating the path. So I've heard, yeah. And yeah, I've heard rumours <laughs> of what running is, elevated walking. And as you sort of go up and down with the runs, is your mouth goes like, blub, 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 because you have the up. Yep. And the down, as you hit the down, obviously all your body parts sag down. That's just how gravity works. Uh, so over time, too much sagging makes you look older. Too much sagging with the running. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, they run to try and keep things tight. Sure. To, to probably prevent the sag. Yes, you can that's pre- why sports bras exist. You can prevent the sag in many places. Yeah, you cannot. Pre- you cannot prevent the sag in your face unless oh, you were to wear... A harness. Uh, well, I mean, some sort of sports bra for your face. <laughs> I think that's. Someone please invent that. I think they have, Jules. I think it's called a gimp suit, and I don't think you want to wear those doing the marathon. What have you watched heaps of because of the kid Conrad Sewell being subjected in the first year of his son's life, Mm. of Memphis's life? Happy birthday today, Memphis. uh, Being subjected to the same thing over and over and over again. The Wiggles got a hard run about six months ago. Thank God that phase is over. Um, And we've moved into his favorite movie is Sing. I've watched that about 300 times in the last couple of weeks. There are lots of good things about being a parent. Mm. A lot of loving that comes with it. The repetition, though? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's one of the hard ones. Uh, let's go to the phones. 131060, Jess from Mildura. Tell us, Jess, what, are you, what have you watched heaps and heaps and heaps because of the kids? Frozen. Oh, let it go, Jess. Uh, <laughs> I reckon that might actually be one of the most common answers that we get today, Jules. How many times do you reckon you've seen Frozen, Jess? Oh, my God, too many times. My daughter would play it and then watch it again and then watch it again after it was finished and just keep Keep watching it over and over again, every day. Jess, <laughs> do you have any creative ways to say no <laughs> for your insanity? Not really. No, you go no, through no, with you it. Just put up with it. Have tantrums and, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jess, it. have you seen Frozen 2? Does your child know about Frozen 2? There's a sequel. <laughs> yes, I've watched that. Not as many times as Frozen 1, but yeah. a lot of times. It's but. up there. And awesome. on ice. It's everywhere. <laughs> oh, of course, everywhere. Hey, Jess, thanks for the call. Thank you very much. Have a good day. 
over to Jason right now from Kilmore. Jace, what have you seen heaps of, bud? Yeah, how you going? i got a 15-year-old, 15-month-old, and it's just hardcore porn after porn after porn. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Surely not. That's not right. <laughs> oh, Nick's lost it. <laughs> Nick, keep it together. <laughs> That was not the answer that we were told by producer Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take one more. One more. We've got Jenna from Campbell's Creek. Jenna, what have you watched heaps of because of the kids? Um, Yeah. Cat in the Hat and the Lorax. Uh, Cat in the Hat's actually a good one. I love Mike Myers. I'll get you and I'll look like a bloody accident. Jenna, do you like watching Cat in the Hat? Because I think with Mike Myers being in it, there's some adult jokes in there. There's things that are going to go over oh, your head when, a little when, bit of the kids. When you've watched it about a million times and still having to watch it, it you, you pick up on the bits that are a bit warped. Yeah, just like that call earlier from Jason. <laughs> a bit warped. That's at this show as well. Thanks for the call, Jenna. Oh, I just feel like we're going to go into a meeting with our boss yeah, after this. I feel like we got to get off air and get into that one. Your money-saving, your cost-saving hacks, because I think ABBA put it uh, pretty aptly. I work all night, I work all day to pay the bills I have to pay. Hey, need sad. And still the name seems to be a single penny left for me. We work all day and there's That's no it. money left over at the end of it, Jules. No, no fun. So we need your hacks on 131060. How are you saving a dime? Yeah, I used to just get free pizzas from work when I worked at Pizza Hut. <laughs> Harry, who does the music show here in the afternoons, instead mm. of using the house heater, he'll just turn his oven on. Keep it up. <laughs> I don't know how effective that is. Let's see if Belinda from Petruas is a better. Belinda, what's your cost-saving hack? Well, um, to save money, I like to put um, with a special project in mind. So, you know, I want an end goal. Mm. I get an envelope and then the first day I put a dollar coin in. And the next day I put a two dollar coin in, and then the next day I put a two dollar and a one dollar coin, which makes three dollars, and then okay. two, two, and just keep adding an extra dollar until you reach your goal. And it sort of draws attention to what you're spending your money on, but also takes it away from having that pressure to put it all together at once. And you can really enjoy the savings growing before your eyes. So the gradual, it's the little bit a day helps so put the money away. Your cost saving hack is just not spend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's genius, uh, isn't it? <laughs> Belinda, when, what happens when you get to quite late in the game when you're putting away $100 every day? Yeah. Well, it depends on how big your goal is, but, you know, that, that's, that's the thing. You know, you'd probably go to a bank account if you, if you had a huge goal in mind. True. But if you just had a little, you wanted to do something, yeah. a, you know, a weekend away, then, you know, you could do that. Also, okay. where are you getting coins from these days? Last time I handled cash was a while ago. Yeah, that's right. So I just take out a $50 note at the start of every week yeah. and then I'll get a coffee and then there's those coins lying around okay. and then I sort of ch- start to transfer them into that and uh, the envelope system and then, yeah, and then you can also keep a track of where your money goes from your account Please. as well. I'm about to give you a cost-saving hack, Belinda. You don't need to get cash out just to get the coffee. <laughs> Save hey. yourself the $8. Spoil you yourself. Co- All right, Belinda, we appreciate the call. <laughs> See you guys. Not a great one. If I'm honest, let's hope that Jess from Seymour's is better. Jess, what's your cost-saving hack? Hey, guys. So we have two girls, uh, both under 12, Mm -hmm. and one of them's got hair all the way down to the back of the knee. Jeez. So, yeah, it's lovely. Um, But we buy luxury brand hotel um, shampoo and conditioner for $15 for five litres. 
and it lasts us about three months, which is awesome, but we only pay $3 a litre. Uh, how are you getting this luxury brand at such a cheap so price? You're buying in bulk from like a wholesaler, it sounds like, Jess. Exactly right. Exactly right. I didn't know so you could we do buy that. the massive bottles. Yeah, absolutely you can. Huh. Do you want to give everyone where, where do people go to buy stuff in bulk from a wholesaler? Did you have to go straight to the hotel first or did you just have a quick no, Google? Just Google it. Yeah, right. You have Google to pretend it. to be a hairdresser to get those sweet deals. That Great. is that is absolutely an actual not. good cost saving hack. That is a good one, Jess. Something I might not love for you, depending on where you sit, Mm. I believe a lot of Victorians are doing this. My boyfriend is certainly doing this. It has to stop, though. Brushing your teeth in the shower. Uh, It needs to stop. It needs to stop. Not going to happen. The experts say the dentist, because it's vile, it's disgusting, they think it's like brushing your teeth with toilet water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not... Who is reaching out and doing (laughs) that? What I'd is, love to know. First of, so look, yes, I, I'm like your boyfriend Peter in that I will brush my teeth in the shower. Cool. Uh, got back from soccer training last night. Time saver. I'm in the shower for five minutes. I'm not going to brush my teeth for another two or three minutes after that. I'm going to go in the shower and do it all at the same time. I think a lot of people would be like you. It's and an would say, yeah, why would you not? Stone. I don't need to worry about any splashback because I just I'm washing it off straight away. I can spit mm. it straight down the drain. Uh, it's not the same as using toilet water. It's definitely, it's definitely not, unless you've got some weird, I don't know where your water's coming from in your house, these dentists. Uh, well, a leading UK dentist, he reckons it is the worst thing you can do because all the warm and moist conditions in your shower are that perfect breeding ground for yucky bacteria. You're breaking down your brush's bristles effectiveness in that hot environment. You're also in danger of water cross-contamination. Like you say, Nick, it washes off your body parts. It could wash off other parts. So... Also, the shower head can harbour plenty of bacteria there. Exposing your toothbrush to that bacteria is gross. Even worse if you're sharing with housemates can in that I tell same you, shower. I do share my house, uh, my shower with a housemate. Mm. My method, this is the specific method I use, is I'll toothbrush will be in mouth from as yes. soon as I get in the shower. Mm-hmm. Like I'll I'll enter the shower with it already in there, and I'll start scrubbing. And then as I am finished with it, because I don't. I'm grossed out by the thought of dropping my toothbrush on the floor of the shower. Oh, God forbid. Uh, so I will then, I'll lean out of the shower and put it on something. Well, it's just... So I'm not, I don't, I'm not risky. I'm, I'm the sensible showerer. But you never know if some sort of bacteria could be coming out in no. that perfectly sealed vault that you call your mouth. No, the shower's clean. I'm using soap. Well, at least you're not I'm, that person who seems to be brushing their teeth with toilet water. I'm not brushing my teeth with toilet water. I'm, I'm doing... There's so many time saves. Do everything in the shower. You can, you can uh, brush your teeth. You can shave. I mean, obviously, do number ones. You can do number twos. That's, that is quite rude to do if you do have a housemate, though, and you don't fully clean up after yourself. Big day for Aussie music today, Jules. One we're excited for here on the station. Uh, the release of his second album, studio album Precious. It is Conrad Sewell, and he joins us right now. Good morning, Conrad. How are you, bud? Good morning. I'm doing great, man. Oh, it's good to hear from you, mate. It's been um, It's been a fair bit of time since you've dropped an album, hasn't it? It has, yeah. It's been uh, over over three years since I put music out, so dude, it's a long. It's been time. a long, a long time coming. How's how are you feeling? Because today's the day people can get it, of course, put out by Sony Music. We're excited to hear it, of course. Uh, where's the balance between the nerves of hey, I've spent three years making this thing. I bloody hope everyone likes it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 been um when it's been that long, it's it definitely I'm at the point where I'm already thinking about what I'm doing next, but uh. Mm. I mean, I personally, this is this album took me so long to to make, and we recorded a lot of it live, um, which is you know was 
very hard to do um, and it was a full-on process and it was also during the pandemic. So, you know, I, I think I did four quarantines coming back and forth from LA to, to get this thing finished. Um, and that was like in hotel rooms with the uh, army out the front kind of vibe. The hardcore um, version of it. Yeah, wow. Come so, yeah, it was it's taking a lot to get it done. So I'm, I'm just so happy it's finally out and, uh, you know, the world gets to hear what, I, what I've been listening to for the last couple of years. Absolutely. Is, um, is the delay just purely logistics, like having to do all that quarantine time, or is it the fact that you needed to team up with certain people that you couldn't catch up with over certain uh, borders? It was kind of a, a bit of everything, like you name it. That happened. Um, <laughs> it was, I went back and I was supposed to, you know, I didn't think the world was going to, was going to, you Blow know, up. crash. And, <laughs> sure. um, and that happened. So obviously that, you know, the writing experience took a lot longer than what it was supposed to. And then the recording thing, like I had to have a doctor on site every day oh, wow. to test every musician that played on the band. And we, and we recorded it, you know, with eight musicians in the room, two engineers and a producer. So I, you know, we had 10 people getting tested every morning in, in uh, Santa Monica where we recorded the album and uh, just logistics. It was just a nightmare, but, um, and it also just, it just took me a minute to figure out where I wanted to go direction wise, but I'm, you know, I'm so glad we landed where we've landed and you know, the product is what you hear. Look, you talk about obviously starting it over the pandemic time. I got to imagine, and there's been plenty of music that has been released across the pandemic is where you started with the project with precious and where it's ended up. Because you started at a time when the world was a different place. It was a darker place, frankly. It was sadder. Has your vision for the music from day one changed to what we actually hear uh, today when the album's dropped? Kind. Of, I mean, th- this whole album for me was about my journey in the industry and, and in life, you know, to date. You know I mean? I'm, th- I'm 34. I've been in the music industry since I was 17. And there's been a lot of ups and downs. And um, and it's been hard, you know what I mean? And, and, and there's been times where I've, I've wanted to sort of give up and, this album for me was sort of uh, all of that coming together in one moment and me sort of deciding what I wanted to make and what kind of music I wanted to make. And and I talk about that a lot in all these songs and I talk about ego and, you know, wanting people and uh, trying to please everybody and stuff like that. And uh, um, so it, it ultimately it's, it's, it's a very positive record for me because it's sort of where I've landed in, in my life and it's, you know, precious, the title sort of says it all, you know, I think life is, is precious. And, and if I'm very lucky to get to do what I do, so that's sort of where, what the album's about. Does having overcome, I know you talk about obviously the struggles of being in the industry and then obviously you've dealt with obviously the logistical nightmare and the nightmare that was the last three years while you've worked in the album. Does having produced the album across that last year, that surely has to feel good and solidify what's like, Hey, yeah, I spent my entire career overcoming these obstacles. <laughs> this is just another one along the way, right? Yeah, definitely. And 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 that's for the, for me. This album is something I had to put out. It's a real like it was a passion project of mine. The way we recorded it, the musicians that I was able to to get to play on it. Um, you know, everybody that's on this album has won a Grammy, apart from me. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's an incredible piece of body of work, and it's just another chapter in my story, I guess, in this um, in this crazy industry that we're in. It's crazy indeed, Conrad. And what I really love in the last couple of years is that performing is back on the cards, touring and seeing people out and about. You must be relieved that, and I assume you want to get the album out and about and go and see people in the flesh again, which we can now do and embrace music live. Um, is that something that you're fortunate that you haven't had to live through when you're trying to get the music out to the masses? Yeah, I, I was very lucky that, you know, when I was... Uh... The last show I did it was actually in Queensland, and that day they announced the uh, the capacity laws. But like COVID had sort of officially oh, sat in, and they were they, they capped. 
we had to take 200, we had to cancel 200 tickets because they could only allow a certain amount of people in the room. Um, and then I went for America the next day. So I, you know, I've been in the writing process, so I didn't miss out on any live shows, but I mean, it's so great to see it's back. We just did a little run here in Australia and the, there were smaller rooms, but it's, it's definitely back. Everyone's so excited to be at a concert again. And it just, that's the best part about it all. We are excited to obviously see you put it out there live again, uh, talking with Conrad Sewell right now on his second studio album, Precious. It's a big day dropping the album today. It's also a big day in the Sewell household, celebrating the big zero one with your son, <laughs> Memphis. Uh, does Look, is there a bit of stealing the thunder going on there? <laughs> yeah, well, we've made his birthday party actually a listening party. <laughs> yeah, then to critique he'll, the album. He'll get a cake. Not that he hasn't heard it enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, From so. the womb to, to now, he's, <laughs> it's all he's listened to. But it's funny, he literally, he reacts to every single song on the album. Like He, he definitely knows when dad's singing, which is which is pretty cute. But, What's um, his favourite Yeah, we, we so are. We, we're smashing both, uh, both p- release party and Memphis's first, birth- first birthday up. Uh, are going to be a joint um, party at the the Sewell household tonight. And actually, this is uh, not an overly important one, but I guess this will influence Memphis's uh, music taste. <laughs> As a one-year-old, when you have got uh, a dad who's an established, successful Australian artist, but you're also a one-year-old, what what is the music <laughs> of a one-year-old? Like, are we are we playing a lot of Bluey? Does the Wiggles get a run still? The Wiggles got a hard run about six months ago. Thank yeah. God that phase is over. Um, and we've moved into... Uh, his favorite movie is Sing, which I can put up with a bit more because they actually use like a bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Wiggles are great. Yeah. And got, got respect them. They are geniuses. An institution but, uh, in yeah, Australia, Yeah, he loves this movie Sing. And they, 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 uh, Matthew McConaughey is the voice of the koala and Tori Kelly sings in it. And uh, they've got a great, it's a great cast, great little movie. So I've watched that about 300 times in the last couple of weeks. Sure. <laughs> Just a couple of so, times. I'm happy yeah. to have moved off Wiggles. If we see <laughs> if we see any references to Toot Toot Chugga Chugga Big Red Car in Precious, <laughs> we know where His that's come from. Gone to mush, yeah. Conrad, mate, we are so excited for the album. It drops today. Precious, your second studio album. We're pumped for you, and uh, we're very excited to have had you this morning, mate. Thank you so much for your time. I uh, appreciate it, guys. Thanks so much. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.